My name is Tony Esterbrooks, and I'm with the Bureau of Landscape Architecture. I've been with Public Works since 2013, and I work on a lot of streetscape and urban design projects for the city. I would describe the last year as intense. I think there's a lot going on between a pandemic, Black Lives Matter, and an election, a lot to process for a lot of people. Um, I would say it's also was a very hopeful year. And I think it's also a very enlightening year because we have a lot to look forward to. And I think we learned a lot about how we um, can work and, and deal with uh, a year like this as, a, as an agency and as a city. My wife and I are both working parents. We have three young boys at home. So at the beginning of this, that was quite intense and very challenging to balance work and, and personal life. And I think if there's anything I learned is that you just got to take things in stride. And I think there's things that you can control and things that um, you just have to let go of and kind of go with the flow sometimes. And I think this is one of those years. So try, try to balance it and try not to get... Uh, too stressed out about all the constraints that the past year caused. And there were weeks where, you know, I think having lots of deadlines at work and, you know, I'm, I, I help manage a team of people that are really great and making sure they were staying busy and um, getting the support they need while also trying to pay attention to kids when our childcare wasn't available and all this sort of stuff. And um, those situations were just, I think, like I said, really stressful to deal with at certain times and um, balancing all of that and still seeing that we have such great people at Public Works that can still get the work done in trying circumstances, I think says a lot about us as an agency. I mean, at first there was certainly a lot of bumps in the road, I think as far as um, how to handle that situation. You know, there was no training. There was no, there was no way to get ready for that, right? It just happened. And so you kind of had to adapt as we go. And I think that, um, you know, if, if anything, we learned over time that at a certain point, you focus on the results and the work that's getting done, right? Rather than is this person at their computer at 8 a.m. sharp, like, you know, we're used to people showing up in their cubicles. Yes, they're at work. That's a good thing. I mean, you lose total control of that, right? And I think you really do have to change and adapt and just, just focus on keeping people motivated, keeping um, their work-life balance happy, hoping that they're taking care of themselves at home and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's it, it evolved over time, and I think we learned a lot with technology and how we can use our technology as a benefit. Before, we always had like a, a spreadsheet that lived on the server, right, that you always had to pull up and access. Now we have this thing that lives in the cloud, right? We have a new technology we weren't we had before, but we weren't using it in the way we use it now. And so now it's this thing that anybody can pull up on their computer at home. You can... Um, update it. You can add your budgets. You can add your workload, right? During a meeting, everybody has access to it at once. It's not like where we all show up in the conference room and you pull it up and there's one person typing. So to me, it became much more collaborative, I think, on some level. 
Um, and, you know, another tool that we really got lucky that PublicWorks provided for us was this application called Miro. You know, we do a lot of design work, right? And it used to be, you know, similar to like team meetings. You show up in a conference room, you have your paper, you're sketching everything out. You got two hours to do it during the meeting. But here we are with this new platform where we're able to move and do things online. Um, you know, I think creativity comes in different ways when you're working on a project, right? Like one o'clock after lunch, you might not feel that creative, right? But at seven o'clock at night, if you just want to quickly log in and move some things around and you're, you're feeling creative or really early in the morning, that gave us, I think, immense flexibility to be uh, more thoughtful on our projects and how we approach things. So I think um, there were inefficiencies, but we had new efficiencies that came along with it. I think there's going to be lasting effects for sure. And I don't think we know what all of those are yet, but I would say that um, you know, I think we're probably lucky or I feel lucky to be in this field because, you know, we're does look if you look at San Francisco streets and what's happened over the last year, right? You have streets being turned into public space, which has always been a, a big goal of what landscape architects do and the planning department has been very interested in that. You know, it's something you see in Europe a lot, right? And so here we are where this uh, world changing event kind of forced us into that and moving forward again, I think these things are going to continue to evolve. So how we design the public right away and how we approach that to allow for more space for people in dense urban areas, I think is going to be really important because, you know, hopefully the pandemic's winding around, but, you know, with climate change and all the other things going on, who knows? how far the next one is away, right? And that outdoor space, I think, is really important for people and how they use it and how they experience it and how it functions. And we're really lucky to touch that. Before the pandemic, that was a challenge. And these streetscape projects is, have always been a challenge because you're impacting businesses directly. Um, I would say a positive was that a lot of those businesses ended up closing because of public health orders. And I think the work got done a lot faster and now that things are starting to reopen and hopefully people start going out again, you know, we have a completed brand new streetscape along that corridor to help support those businesses. I think that's really great. I guess if I were to touch on a couple projects, um, the Upper Hate Streetscape project got completed during the pandemic. And Jefferson, I mean, that was a that's a great project. And the wharf is one of the you know, most important tourist assets San Francisco has. And to have that being finished right as we're ready to start our recovery process, I think is great. Um, you know, that's a place that people, hopefully not just tourists, are going to want to go to and visit. I think we're very lucky to work for the city and to be um, deemed essential. I think that would make anybody feel good, right? Um, I think the work that our agency does on a whole is very important. It's been very challenging over the last year. So knowing that you're essential and that you can contribute to the city and the greater good of the public, I think is the reason at least I got into civil service and wanted to work in government. Um, you know, we're, we're very fortunate to, to help the public and contribute to, uh, I guess, the positivity of San Francisco in that sense. So, you know, we're, we're, we're very fortunate. And I think 
the beginning of San Francisco's economic recovery is just ready to get started. And I think we're going to have, you know, it's going to be probably a few years before things are really back in full swing is my guess. And we will be, um, I think, crucial in helping support that. So that, that's a great position to be in. I guess personally, you know, I'm not I'm not a huge bread baker, but uh, homemade pizza was definitely a thing. And I will say that I ended up investing in a little setup to make better pizza at home. So I would say that pizza dough got, you know, I mastered that almost. Um, and that was really fun to do. So and especially with kids and stuff, making homemade pizza. And I think the other thing, you know, maybe both of these are kind of like creature comfort foods, but I also started making a really good pub burger at home. That was quite tasty. So I'd say it's probably as good as any restaurant you can go to. So I'm, I'm ready for uh, to keep carrying both of those forward forever. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if I could, um, you know, not wear my mask ever again and put that in the capsule and just forget about it. But, you know, that's an obvious one. Uh, the the pizza dough and, and cheeseburger recipe sounds like a good one, too. Anybody could use that for you, you know, 50 years from now. It's still going to taste just as good. And, you know, I would just say probably I would put... Um, I don't know, write down like one of my calendar schedules between me and my wife of juggling meetings and kids and pickup and all, all the crazy stuff we had to juggle and just looking back at some point in our lives and saying, like, remember when we were just frantically going from one thing to the next? And even though it was crazy, I'm sure we will always miss it one day, right? Um, so yeah, those are a couple of things that I would probably put in a time capsule and probably maybe a, like a, a picture of myself post pandemic and pre-pandemic too. See if it aged me at all. <laughs> like I said, there were, there were days where it was great and days where it was just brutal, you know? So it'd be interesting to see that on a, on a graph, how, what it looked like at the end, right? Were there more better days and worse days? Who knows? I mean, at this point, the year has flown by so quickly. It's like, it's just a blur, total blur. I feel that even though it was a very challenging year, it was also a really good time to, uh, I think, process who we are as like parents and workers and the time we get to spend with our coworkers or with our family and really valuing both of those. I mean, I miss seeing the people that we work with every day, but, you know, I also got to see my family a lot more. And um, I would say it just, yeah, I'd say if if it changed anything, it's just, again, letting go of the things you have control over and what you don't and um, realizing that in the end, everything usually works out okay. You know, I, I hope we're at the end of it and there's light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, I think Public Works is going to be in a great position to help support the city through the ongoing recovery and bringing the tourists back and you know, getting the streets in good looking shape for all of that and et cetera. So. I'm Tony Esterbrooks. Thanks for listening to Snapshots. Still We Rise, a public works podcast.